Welcome to the Williamsville podcast. If you want to get hold of me, send me some abuse, chat to me about any subject that I talk about on my podcast, you can get hold of me only on Instagram. I'm not on Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or any of those things because I like to have my own mind and I very rarely spend time on Instagram as it is. So Williamsville podcast on Instagram and I'll reply to everyone that sends me a message because at the moment, being that it's a brand new podcast, I'm not really getting that much traffic through the channel. So when I get to maybe five listeners, I might not reply to every email. Anyway, so I intended, I always intended this podcast to be something that, you know, I could expound on things that I enjoyed and things that I was into. And as you might be able to tell from the uh, the uh, titles of some of the podcasts that I've already uploaded, like Love Thy Celebrity, which is the first in a first in a series. I'm working on several others. Um, and, you know, paedophilia versus racism. These are not things that I enjoy talking about. I don't. But at the moment, it's in the, it's in the zeitgeist of society, especially in the Western world. I'm not sure about anywhere else. Where I live, it's a prominent subject. And it's one of these subjects where you can't, you can't look anywhere without seeing some reference to, you know, celebrities fucking kids or bankers fucking kids or, you know, Satanism or Pizzagate or anything. These things are everywhere. And then you've got the flip side of that where you've got political agendas being rammed down your throat when you watch Saturday Night TV. So really, though, the first few episodes of this podcast are just me talking about shit that pisses me off because I just can't get away from it. It's everywhere I look. However, this one's going to be different. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a warning before this. This subject, okay, I've lost friends over admitting to believing some of this stuff. I'm literally just going to tell you, as the title suggests, three crazy things that I believe, right? So, I've lost friends over this. Uh, I got fired from a podcast because of this. Um, you know, family members think I'm crazy when I bring it up. They roll their eyes. You know, these are things that I've... And it's not without, it's not without merit. I've looked into these subjects. So I'm going to tell you three crazy things that I believe. Right, so the first one is that magic is real. I'm not talking about card magic or floating shit like that. I'm talking about like dark art shit. I totally believe um, that the upper echelons of society, the rich, the one percenters, have some kind of knowledge about magic. Okay? Old, old magic, old world magic. And the reason they have it and we don't is because they maybe fought, you know, a multitude of wars back in the day and um, took the magic from the people that were using it and kept it for themselves. And, you know, this might go on to the one of the other subjects that I, one of the other things I believe, which is the, um, the existence of a worldwide culture. Um pre-9000 BC. Uh, I, I truly believe that the yeah, the upper echelons have dark magic, they use it, they, they control us. I mean, words themselves are a form of magic. I, I, totally, under, I totally believe this. I'll give you an example. If I, um, if I went to my next door neighbour 
and I told, I knocked on, and she answered the door, and I told her what she, th I asked her, sorry, what she thought of climate change. Um, and she said, I haven't thought about it. Or you take anyone that hasn't thought about climate change, or has an opinion about climate change, but doesn't know why they have a, that opinion about climate change. That's magic. So if I said to her, you know, climate change is totally real. Here's the evidence. Here's the papers on it. You know, have your fill educate yourself uh she'll probably come away from that exchange believing in climate change i've put her under a spell okay it'll be exactly the same if i went to her with the opposing argument right and told her that it that it's not real and these scientists are all talking shit now a close friend of mine um who is a fan of greta thunberg messaged me because I put a Greta Thunberg post up on my Instagram about a year ago and I drew a hit attach on her. And yeah, I got an A and R and it took took all my effort to do it to, to do it well. Um He messaged me saying, you know that climate change is real, right? And I said, Where where are you getting your sources from? And he said, Science scientific papers. Okay. Scientific papers. So these are fallible humans, right? That have, okay, fair enough. Have you know spent their life studying this singular subject? However, explain to me how there has been carbon increases before human technology arose on the Earth, and we can we can um, extract that information from soil samples. Okay, so to say that this this climate change is human made might not necessarily be the case because believe it or not. Every planet in the solar system seems to be warming up. Mars, for example, the polar ice caps in Mars are melting. That is the temperature rising. So it's probably got something more to do with the sun, the temperature of the sun rising. Okay. So I told him he was under a spell and he hasn't spoken to me since. This was last year. Me and him were very close. He hasn't spoken to me since because I told him that he was a victim of spellcraft, of word magic. Okay. So he takes... he looks up to people and because he looks up to that person not not entirely his fault it's either the way he's been raised you know he watches tv you see a celebrity you want to cry you look up to people therefore you listen to them more than you would a normal person they put you under a spell that's literally the definition of a spell if i was speaking to a young child who were say friends with my son or something like that, and I, I explained something to them that they didn't know. They might take they might take that as a truth and move through their life with that as a truth until someone else proves them proves to them that it, that it isn't. Okay, that's magic. You might you might be thinking that's not magic. Magic is like flight. No 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 no. That's another thing that the the elites have done. They've they've created magic in like media and novels and you know um entertainment to be one thing when actually it's not it's just a method of control a method of control that you have no control over and so i heard someone explain it once that it's basically seeing things in 3d when you actually should be seeing things in like four or five d you need to open your third eye i'll give you some exa uh, more examples of magic why do you think the TV is called, uh, the things shown on TV are called programs? To program you. Watch the BBC News now. They, pr they program people on the daily. 
ITV, the same thing. You watch Saturday Night TV, you've got Black Lives Matter being shown through Britain's Got Talent. This sort of stuff is programming. When you go to school, it's not a coincidence. The first thing you learn is spelling. That's not a coincidence. Max Egan, I think, gave the best analogy of this. When he said, if you're walking, you know, you go to these uh, castles, this privately owned land, like Highclere Castle or something like that. And there's a sign that says, don't walk on the grass. You're much more likely to not walk on that grass if there's a sign there, as opposed to a man standing on the grass saying, don't come on the grass. Okay, the written word holds power. The question that always comes to my mind when talking about this to anyone is, okay, if magic isn't real, then why are the elites, the one percenters of the planet, the people that have the means to prove whether this is real or not, why do they all believe in a deity, whether it be a dark deity or a good one? Why, why do they believe this stuff? There has to be some truth to it. There just has to be. Plus, I've had some experiences that could be only explained by magic, like synchronicities and things like that. I'll tell you the synchronicity I had. I was doing a, uh, I was, I was having a mad episode of getting into giants, like historical giants. Um, and I knew that they mentioned giants in the book of Enoch, which is a redacted book of the Bible written by Enoch, who I believe was Noah's grandfather. So pre-antediluvian scripture taken out of the Bible, and he explains giants in the book of Enoch. And also, according to Eric von Daniken, he explains being abducted by aliens in there. Um, so I knew that I had a copy of the book of Enoch, right? But I, you know, I've moved around a lot, so I didn't know if I still had it. And I go on Amazon very, very late one night and I look for versions of the book of Enoch and I look for the version that I used to own and it's not on there anymore. This is, this happens quite a lot with books, you know, they release them and then they, um, you know, they discontinue them. So that next morning, I'm like, I'll, I'll look in the morning, I'll look on eBay or something in the morning, go to sleep. When I wake up, I w sit up in my bed and there's a box at the foot of our bed that I walk past every single day, twice actually, getting up and going to bed. And the Book of Enoch was in that, in that box, standing up, looking at me. All right. Not only that, but the only other book that was in that box was the BFG by Roald Dahl. Explain that shit. That's some synchronous. That's some proper synchronicity. Now, if I hadn't have been aware of synchronicity, I would have just looked at that and gone, oh, fuck, I found it. That's weird. But because you're aware of it, you start to notice these things. It's like seeing the um, it's like seeing the fibres of people's actions. It's like seeing things coming. You understand? It's 4D, 4D thinking. Right, the next thing I believe, don't laugh at me, is the f I, I believe in the phenomenon that everyone calls ghosts. Uh, whether they're dead people or, you know, demons or whatever, I don't know, but... Through things that I've seen, things that other people that I trust have seen, um, it, it just has to be real. And you will get a sceptic um, who will come forward and say, well, it needs to be able to be proved in a, science, in a, in a lab uh, setting. And my, my answer to that is, okay, first of all, I believe that being a sceptic is the most lazy way to think on the planet. Literally... You know, JFK was killed by Oswald. Yet, I believe it if that's your official narrative. We landed on the moon in 69. 
Yep, I believe that if it's the official narrative. Why is that? Because I'm a skeptic. You're lazy. Question these fucking things. You don't learn anything by being a skeptic. Trust me, I know. Okay? Because I was a skeptic once. And the thing that made me change my mind was 9-11, believe it or not. Um, but anyway, the phenomenon... So, should you be able to replicate a supernatural entities demonstrating their prowess in a lab setting? Uh, no, because they don't abide by your rules. They do what they want when they want, if we understand. Okay? So, we've got this problem, which, which I'll bring up in the, second, uh, in the third part of this because my third part is about the moon, that we've got this problem as humans of being like solipsistic, which means that everything is about us. So for example, because we see activity going on, invisible hands moving shit or noises or people walking up and downstairs, we assume, even, even my speech is indicating that I believe that they're people in some form. So they're walking upstairs because we walk upstairs. They move things on tables because we move things on tables. But really, we have no understanding of what these things are. Okay, And one thing I don't believe about the whole ghost thing is when people get channel loved ones and things like that. I think that's a disgusting um, act. And, you know, I saw on TV once a woman who had lost her child and they had a medium on that said, oh, yeah, your daughter is at the bottom of the sea in a crab cage. And the woman was like, thank you for telling me. It's like, that's so fucking gross. So the phenomenon of ghosts, I'll try and explain this. So we live in a 4D world, so time's the fourth dimension. So if you don't know what dimensions are, up, down, left, right, backwards and forwards, right? And then time is added in there as the fourth dimension. But that's just a theory. I'm not going to go into that now. Okay, so Carl Sagan explained that if you're on a 2D plane, you've got no concept of up or down because you can only go forward, back, left and right. So that's the 2D world. If someone that was 3D was to pass through that, you would only see a cross-section of the anatomy moving through. It's hard to explain, but you should go on YouTube and look at Cole, uh, Cole Sagan explaining uh, four dimensions or th uh, two dimensions. I can't remember what the video is called. Now, when, when I say something to you, okay, my words, if, if we turn them to binary code, so zeros and ones, okay, if we live in a 2D world, it's and I, and I say zero zero, for you to get the information one one, for that to come from my mouth to your ear, it only has to pass through very few um, dimensions to get to you, right? But in the 4D world, you're turning a square into a cube. It's got eight variants, so you're not saying zero zero. You're saying zero zero zero, and your ear will hear one one one, but. For it to get from 000 to 111, it has to go through eight different variants. It has to travel through three dimensions and time as well to get to you. I'm assuming that's what time would be included in this thing as. So I, I think that the space between us is filled with energy. Um, you know, a lot of scientists, and I can give you names if you message me, turn around and say that the uh, there's, we only see 5% of our light spectrum. And it's something David Icke said as well. That you get, you only see 5% of what actually exists. Okay, And even in that light spectrum, that's crazy that we only see that little. Okay, We, see, we should be seeing much more than that. 
Also, through evolution, our eyes have only evolved to see things that could cause us harm. Yeah, such as an oncoming train or, you know, a tree falling down or, you know, you're running and there's a fence in your way, that sort of thing. We, our eyes have evolved to only see things that will help us survive, okay? I'm sure that's got to do with, um, you know, deep-seated fear of arachnids or snakes or things like that. You know, we're not scared of sharks, we don't live in the sea, but I'm fucking scared of spiders and I don't know why. I've tried to, tried to figure out what it is and I think it's in my DNA. Anyway, I digress. So I think that there's realms all around us that we cannot see. And I don't know whether it's entities from the fifth dimension coming through. Again, I'm using a solipsistic viewpoint, which is all I can do because I'm a basic human. But I think we live in a very active universe where things are clearly not as they seem. And that ties in to, um, you know, point one that... um, Magic is real, you know, it's, it's, something exists on this planet that the grunts don't have access to. And whatever that is, a lot of people get that confused with the phenomenon that is ghosts, whether it be dead people or dead animals or whatever. So I believe, magic is real and I believe the phenomenon of ghosts. Okay, the third thing I believe is that the moon is not what they say it is. This is the craziest one of the three, in my opinion. So, I'll tell you some facts about the moon. Okay, so it's tidally locked, right? So we only see one side of the moon. We never see the dark side of the moon. Not to say that the moon doesn't get sunlight, according to its name, the dark side of the moon. It's only dark to us, analogous, because we can't see it. But it does get sunlight, right? It's 400 times smaller than the sun and 400 times closer, which means that when the moon passes in front of the sun, it's the exact same size in the sky. So when you say to someone, why do we get eclipses? And they say, well, the moon moves in front of the sun. Yeah, but do you understand the mathematical possibility of that happening in the universe as big as ours, that you would have a planetary body, a satellite near a planet, which, by the way, is one of the biggest moons compared to the size of our planet. There's no other size ratio like it in the solar system, as far as I know. And to have that happen in the sky is astronomically impossible. It's just impossible, right? There's a theory that we wouldn't even have life on the planet if the moon wasn't where it was because of the way that it affects tides and things like that. Or there's a theory that if the moon wasn't there, we might be more intelligent, yeah? I I don't know how people got to that, but that's just something I've read about. Um, Apparently, when Neil Armstrong came out of his his little container on the moon in 1969, he had to changed to a different channel and tell NASA through a secure channel that there were UFOs watching him next to a crater and I don't want to move any closer because they're watching us. Now if you watch the press conference when those three came back from the moon, they don't look like three people that have just left Earth's atmosphere and gone to the moon. They don't look elated that they've just achieved something. You know, like he said, they haven't taken a giant leap for mankind. They looked crestfallen. So either they didn't go, and I'm not sure which which side of the coin I fall on on this, they either didn't go to the moon, or when they went to the moon, they discovered that there's other people up there, and it scared the absolute shit out of them. So they also went around the dark side of the moon. Now there was a guy called Carl Fox, 
who died recently. Um, he got killed while he was out for a bike ride. So Carl Wolf was a guy that worked for the NSA, and he had to go and or he uh, was an engineer for someone, but he ended up in an office and he had to fix a problem with a machine. And the engineer that was there at the time um, asked him, "Do you know we found bases on the moon?" And he said, "What are you talking about, bases on the moon? I wasn't there. I don't know if exactly what he said." I'm assuming that's what I would say. What do you mean there's bases on the moon? You fucking crazy! And he showed him pictures, and there were structures on the dark side of the moon, the side that never faces the Earth. Coincidence? I don't know. Anyway, structures, because we're humans, and when we build structures, we build them as buildings to either live in or store things in or use as thoroughfares, like tunnels and things like that. Just because they're structures, and this is the solipsistic thing that I was mentioning before about ghosts, just because they're structures doesn't mean that they're being used for the things that we use structures on the earth for. Because we literally don't know, first of all, who built them. Someone did. We don't know who. And the second thing is, we don't know what they're built for. We don't know their cause or their, you know, what they're used for. We, we just literally have no idea. And I don't think we can apply uh, that to the moon and say, yeah, obviously, they're structures. So, you know, people will live in there. I don't think... If aliens built those, um, then it's very stu- it's stupid of us to assume that we know why they built them. That's what I'm saying. You know, the, the, there's been moon flares. If you look at uh, Bright Insights channel on YouTube, he recently, his latest video was about moon flares and what these things are and are they coming from a subterranean cave system or because we know the moon is practically hollow because they crashed a satellite into the moon and recorded the resonating field for I think it was maybe three hours afterwards because apparently it rang like a bell where it was hollow the moon just doesn't make sense to me um, there's there's um, the moon wave uh, people have, you can look look at that on YouTube as well. People have been filming the moon through their telescopes. They've got a very close up image of the moon, and you just see a ripple going across it, like it's resetting an image as it moves through the sky. Um, UFOs have been filmed on there. In fact, the Apollo mission, the first one, uh, actually filmed a UFO going over the lunar surface, and that's footage that you can find on YouTube as well. You see uh, one of the modules floating over the surface with a camera on the underside and a white light goes underneath and the camera actually moves to track it. That's footage that's real. You know, we've got amateur astronomers that film stuff on the moon all the fucking time. It's crazy. I literally don't think it is what everyone says it is. And there you go. There's three crazy things that I believe. Um, There are more. There are more. There are a lot more. I believe that there's a... um, There used to be a... Uh, world one world uh, civilization that spread all the way from Japan to America. I believe that Atlantis is in, in the Sahara. But those are for another day. Anyway, if you listen to this and you've got any questions, hit me up on Instagram, Williamsville Podcast. Take care now.